women have the capability and the ability to actually do a lot yeah so often pushed down by what people and the doubt people put in their mind that hey are you sure you're going to be able to do this are you sure you're going to be able to have a baby as well as have a great career and run a company and do all of this are you sure and your answer needs to be that you're figuring it out and you will figure it out My guest for today's episode is the very dynamic Pooja Johari, CEO of India's leading creative agency The Glitch. She's someone who's a big champion of a gender-blind inclusive workspace and is taking active steps towards it while she's been busy building The Glitch for the last couple of years, along with raising a 3-year-old and now soon to be launched platform for new and underrepresented founders. Pooja and I spoke about everything that led her to become the force she is today and her approach towards building a strong support group around her to be able to handle everything she does while achieving her personal and professional dreams one step at a time. Hi Pooja, welcome to Questions I Wanted to Ask. It's such a pleasure to have you on board and chat about so many things I'm excited to, you know, ask you and discuss with you about. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm looking forward to this conversation. Yeah, I know. I mean, when we had a uh, had that little pre-chat, I was like, "Oh my god, there are so many things that, you know, I would love to speak to her about." But I think let me just bell the cat and let me start it with the 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 most most obviously asked question in the last one year how has been the the last one year uh between you know handling a 3 year old to handling a glitch uh being a wife being a daughter and many other roles that you play what has been the most difficult i would say um I mean the most difficult honestly is not being able to leave, not being able to leave the house because everything yeah, else yeah, um yeah. you know is a partnership between my husband and I and we both yeah. um manage everything equally so it's been yeah. um you know we found rhythm it was obviously tough at the start but we found great rhythm in who does what how we manage each other's schedules uh, how we pick up when the other is busy So um honestly for me the biggest has been not being able to leave the house and not being able to interact with people more than you know the logistics at home because the logistics are sort of managed between Varun and I very very well. Hmm hmm. But uh, uh I mean have you kind of found peace with this entire work from home situation as a young mother and as as somebody who's leading a company of like many many like a huge organization have you found peace with it or you'd like to get back to it the normality whatever that word is as a person i have found peace in it you know not hmm. as a mother or a wife or any of the roles one is usually described hmm. uh, buckets usually someone is put under but as a person i have found great peace i don't um, i can continue to work this way um hmm. i just have to go to work you know maybe a couple of times in a week Um, we found that uh, that is absolutely possible at least mm. in the industry that i am in i mean yeah. every other industry but at least in the industry that i am in uh, mm. that is very much possible that people can continue to have a remote and in office working uh, schedule and mm. which is what we're working towards i i really mm. don't think we're going to go back to work 100% the way we used to 
I don't think that's yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, quite possibly, especially in our kind of industries, which are, uh, I mean, creatively led, and you need like you know space to think and whatever, whatever that that process is. Uh, but but do you find like do you find I, and the reason I'm asking this is that, that I found different answers to the same question right uh, like I personally I don't think so I found peace with the entire work from home situation and I I really hope the schools are back I really hope that at least there's a hybrid model of working wherein you meet people and you know you kind of you interact with them to you know do different things together. Definitely want schools to start. There is yeah. no question about it. As parents. That's one thing that Varun and I keep talking about all the time. One, yeah. just the lack of experience for the kids in yeah. being able to interact with each other. Yeah. And secondly, the fact that we're really doing all of the work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 100%. When when schools are on, because I, we, you know, as parents to young kids, they are not interested in sitting in front of the iPad for like yeah. three hours. That's not happening. So it's really us keeping our heads together for three hours to make sure there's something that they're getting out of it. But I, but I mean the fact that I can walk out of this room and just sort of hang out with my kid or, you know, have coffee with my husband or, you know, just my mom lives very close by to just hang out with her Hmm. in between running a company in between doing what I'm doing Hmm. um, professionally. uh, But that's been great. And I don't think that I would want to give that up honestly yeah yeah I mean if you if you really just keep aside the fact that the kids can be sent back to school then I think work from home is a, is a nicer option I absolutely agree with that but you know this brings me to the question of flexibility how much of that flexibility uh, did you enjoy when there was no pandemic right being your own boss uh, and you know staying close to work and but at the same time, having a small child as well as, you know, running a very, very creatively led uh, business. How much were you able to enjoy or you felt that, you know, it was just like a structure that needed to be followed? I honestly, from when I was very, very young, have Mm -hmm. really planned my life. And by life, I mean, you know, the support system around my life that enables me to live a good, peaceful, fulfilled life. Hmm. You know, and and that part was very important for me. Even when I was hmm. not my own boss, even hmm. when I even today I'm not my own boss. I report into somebody. We of course, of yeah. Of you know, you always yeah. have somebody you're reporting into. Yeah. Even when I was not in this position, which is an extremely yeah. senior position, leading an organization, I always had structure in my life. Yeah. I yeah. Living, I always rented a place very very close to home. Uh, very sorry, very very close to office where I was living. So I would really cut down on, uh, you know, travel. I would make mm-hmm. sure that I always had some form of a support system next to me. So I'm very planned like that. I, sure. I love that because that is very important in a, when you're a single person living in a city mm-hmm. and when you're part of a family and have, you know, a young child who's potentially, mm-hmm. um, you know, waiting for you to come home. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm. So uh, the structure is very important. Being able to plan is very important. And, you know, people always think that that's, that's not really possible in every situation. Mm. And I would have to agree that it's not very possible in every situation. But then you have to prioritize your life. What sure. do you want out of it? And if there are certain parts of it that you cannot potentially have, you make peace with it and move on. Um, sure. And that is very important. Or you just go with the struggle and you go with the hustle and you somehow make it work because all forms 
of of that exists right um, sure. not everyone has the ability to structure every part of their life i have been lucky enough to be able to do that um, sure. and build a support system around me that allows me to do that so i mean that's really what has worked for me so simple question but probably a difficult answer how do you structure i mean could you elaborate more just for people to know how does there's one there is you at the center of your life all right sure. that is sure. critical very very important sure. however old you may get whatever roles you may add on to the person sure. you, are, you are still at the center of of that of your own yeah. life you are yeah. your hero right yeah so yeah and then what all does puja want puja wants a great career she does definitely want to have a great partnership in life with somebody she wants to have children she wants to be able to have other personal and creative goals that enable her to do things beyond her professional life she definitely wants to have an impact on society and do things around that she wants to be very very aware and play a role in 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 being able to take our country forward or use her position in life to be able to help other people and those are those are things that exist in my structure right now and sure. when i look at all of that i say okay if i want to be able to have this kind of a personal life what all do i need to be able to manage and at this point it is really potentially a young child my home etc i am married to somebody with him with whom it is an equal partnership so it's just not on me and it's yeah. not my task to get done yeah Yeah. That's that happens between him and I, and he sure. and I have managed. You know who takes care of our child when we are at home. How yeah. do we manage splitting parental tasks, not uh, not duties? I mean, parental tasks, right? Picking her up from some place, dropping her some place else. The logistics of what parenthood is, not the kind of role you play in her life, and how involved you are in her life, because that is that that needs to be. very very organic and beautiful you can't structure that part yeah right? yeah then it's about you being able to have some so so you manage that that okay who is going to support if it's going to be a parent it's going to be your parent is it going to be a friend is it going to be some help that you potentially trust and you invest in that you invest in making sure that one of your parents is staying close by or you have a friend that you completely trust and you create an arrangement with this person that you know your child is taken care of or you hired fantastic help who you can trust with your life who you know is going to take care and then you invest in that person as well making sure that that person is well looked after because if this person is looked after then your child is looked after you know it's Absolutely. like that and then when it comes to your own personal goals and your own personal achievement you know things that you want to go after you make sure that you do that as well in your own personal time and you know I yeah. believe and something that I've learned actually from a life coach of who I worked with last year is that you know it's not really about time management but it's about energy management because you really sure. can't control your time you can't control the kind of energy you have to be able to do everything that you may want to do in your mm-hmm. life so everything mm-hmm. pooja wants to do how mm-hmm. can she manage all of that and it's not a factor of time but how much energy i have if my energy is is at a is at an optimum happy positive level mm-hmm. i'm able to accomplish a lot more with my day when Rather than on days when I don't feel that great, hmm. those are the aspects that I've really invested in and hmm. been and sort of built out for myself. So, so you know, uh, I mean, going back to what you said, mentioned the last time when we were talking that you're a sucker for Excel sheets. And uh, how do you? How do you? How, how my life? 
yeah so how do you schedule do you schedule on a daily basis i mean of course by virtue of work, your work i mean you would have one month and two month and three month plans etc or longer right but on a on a, a time management perspective how do you schedule uh, between all the things that you're doing you know today at this very moment is very organic because i had to schedule it happened before my daughter even arrived it is at that time when i actually put the structure in place that these are the hours that i'll be working i need my mom from so much time so much time you know those are the things that i did at that time today it's very organic i don't have to put anything down on paper because everyone knows their roles that they need to play in in the house that we live in in the in the potential roles that we have in our company so earlier i used to actually put it down that from this hour to this hour this is what i would be doing or this is where my mom would come in and she needs to get picked up by you know with the help of a driver this is when my daughter needs to go to school this is when varun is busy and varun has a similar sheet as well and mm-hmm. we can we calendarize it even today we block things on each other's work calendar sure. if there are personal things that we both need to be able to be available for and things like that so you know it's very it's very easy it's not mm. it's not difficult you just need to have a supportive partner and vice versa it's not a male and a female or a female and a male absolutely both yeah. need to be supportive of what the other wants to be able to achieve and do and what they find fulfilling and also find things that you want to do together mm. so mm. i have found that the moment, moment you simplify these things um yeah. it kind of sort of makes decision making a lot easier sure 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 uh it's interesting you know uh, you're talking about simplifying at the same time you're talking about structure and all but puja tell me something i mean i would still look at you as somebody who's who's been able to manage and get that support system uh and i'm also amongst that privileged lot you know who's had a child who worked with wonderful people at the same time you know delivered a baby came back to work continues to work because i have a wonderful support system at home etc but there are a lot of women who still struggle to have that support system how do they push themselves to be able to uh, and this i'm asking you as a business leader right how do they push themselves to be able to come back to work or manage the constant you know to and fro between work and home and all uh, what advice do you have for women like them who probably might not because everything in life sometimes is not perfect right yes. and they do struggle to have maybe the right kind or the 100% right kind of support system I, the first advice that i give everybody is to to grow a thick skin because to mm-hmm. be able to really do everything you're going to constantly be told from people hey how are you doing this are you leaving a baby here are you are you sure you're going to be able to perform at work if you have a baby at home you have to be able to build a thick skin and not let things bother you because so often um you know women have the capability and the ability to actually do a lot yeah so often pushed down by what people and the doubt people put in their mind that hey are you sure you're going to be able to do this are you sure you're going to be able to have a baby as well as have a great career and run a company and do all of this are you sure and your answer needs to be that you're figuring it out and you will figure it out because millions and millions and millions of people have done it my mother included she was a single mother had two jobs sent me to school i used to come back home all alone as a young child in class 1 i used to open the door on my own you know that's not what my life my daughter's life is going to be but that's what that's that's how i grew up and millions of women are doing it so it's yeah. not 
impossible to do it. Everyone doesn't have a perfect structure. And remember, I came from a place where I didn't have perfect structure, but I grew into a person that consciously built that structure for myself. Because when I was growing up, my mom, I was, you know, I lost my dad when I was very young and my mom was, we were not very well to do. She was running two jobs to make sure that I went to a great school. We couldn't afford, she couldn't afford a nanny and have full-time help, nor did she have her parent that would potentially take care of me. But what she then did is sat me down when I was very, very young and said that, Pooja, we don't have these things in our life. I am doing, and, and as a, I still remember that conversation. I was in class one. How old are you in class one? Five, six, seven, around that age, right? Yeah, I think seven, six, seven. Yeah. And I remember her having that conversation with me. She telling me how, how I need to be safe. You know, obviously times have changed from a safety standpoint as well. So, you know, yeah, yeah. you have with your kids today, yeah. you know, how to be safe? How do you open the key? How do you open the door to your house? You know, she would keep my food ready. Sometimes I would come and also turn the gas on and make my own food. I remember making Maggie like a hundred times in the evening. You know, she had put structure on how I should come back and study. And she would, I would come back from school at about five, five o'clock and she would only be home at 8.39. So up until that time, I used to also be alone. You know, study, go down and play, come back home. You know, she also then... What what you need to understand is that I built this structure today because sure. of how I grew into that structure. I made sure that that's what I wanted in my life, right? Sure. And because I grew up in a time when I didn't have all of that, yeah. And yeah, that's and and I'm I have great respect for people like my mom, who mm. have really um, not just been you know bought up their children but also had jobs more in my mom's case she had to work because she didn't even ha- she didn't have a husband she didn't have a supportive family and she did that but you had a very very strong mom i had a fantastic i have a fantastic mother you know yeah. and, and what you need to recognize is is that strength and structure is based on your own your own individual situation yeah. my situation today allows me to build this structure you have to look at your own situation and build a structure according to that. That's what Absolutely. is important. It's not a copy-paste job. You know, it's not yeah. like if I have this and you are also going to have this. It's not going to be like that. Just look at the difference between me and my mom, right? She didn't yeah. have it. But she still raised a child. She still sent a child to a great school, gave her a great education, made sure that she was a good kid and had a good life. Even yeah. though we were really, really, we were not well to do at all. Yeah. So it's her strength. And what I and what I want to call out is that women and men, if they're doing this on their own, or they're doing it in a family that is potentially not supporting them, you will have to be innovative and creative on how to find that structure. Strength. Strength and structure, actually. Strength and structure. And you have yeah. to be creative with that strength and structure. It's not going to yeah. be the same for everybody. Yeah. But you will find your own method to this madness yeah I mean it's interesting because you know the way you're talking about your childhood your growing up years with your mom and how she's been such a big big important part of who you have become today right what are those values that that have you know that you've carried on till today I mean those are different times and 
what what you're bringing up your daughter with and probably what you brought you were brought up with are two different you know times and situations but what is that commonality that still continues to you know i mean there will be hundreds but what are the key points that you take away from your upbringing that your mom gave you and the first one is absolute honesty and sometimes it's very hard you know you may think hey as a young child should this person actually be told about hey how difficult it is for the parent to potentially manage this or whatever but yeah. i think that being honest with your children is very very important hmm. you know it helps and it's not pushing them to grow up sooner than they need to hmm. but from a young age making them understand and be responsible to whatever extent that they can grasp that responsibility or grasp the situation to know that hey i have i also have a role to play you know hmm. so as a young child when i knew that hey i don't have a nanny waiting for me at home and i need to do this on my own i knew very early on that this is something that i need to figure out right so mm. even with my daughter with leia if i'm having a tough day at work or if i'm not going to be able to make it uh to a, to something that she really wants me to be there at i will be honest with her i'm saying leia i'm really sorry but this is the reason i can't make it and i would have otherwise done everything possible to be able to be there but today mm. for this particular reason i can't make it um and i have realized that, that that still works in whichever situation you may be because my daughter gets it you know when i'm in a meeting she will she will in in the start when i was at home she would keep coming inside all the time and then i eventually told her that do you know that when you come in i'm in the meeting and you disrespecting someone else's time she doesn't get what disrespecting someone else's time means but when i did tell her that imagine if you were watching a video or you were talking to your friend and i kept coming and telling you hey talk to me talk to me talk to me you know when you are busy would you like that and she said no i wouldn't like that i was like so from this time to this time when mama and papa in their respective rooms and they're doing this don't come and don't don't come and disturb us the moment we're done the moment we're done we're coming running to you and we built that structure it it took 5 yeah. days for us to be able to do that but that that happened she's a young child Yeah. Um, yeah. So honesty is number one. So honesty that kind of links into transparency. How mm-hmm. are you feeling? My mom always told me, "Hey, I don't feel good today. I had a really rough day. You know, I had a conversation with your daddy, or you know, I had something didn't go well at work, or you know, I'm anything, anything emotional mm-hmm. that she was potentially going through. She mm-hmm. told me." and i do the same with you know varun and i do the same with leia hey we don't feel that great today so mm-hmm. uh, and she and leia now says that and she's so emotive she says mama i don't feel great today and i was yeah. like can i help you feel great today you know so mm-hmm. then you find supporting you find a support yeah. system with each other yeah so honesty transparency very very important and third you need to give them the benefit of doubt that you know while they are kids mm-hmm. uh, as they grow up Mm-hmm. Uh, you know there is certain kind of innate sensibility that sort of comes in and you need to because i know that some of the factors of my life which at that point in time i really did not look at my life and say oh i don't have this because i didn't know any better right we want also we want that exposed i mean yeah yeah, yeah. today yeah. when i look back and i say oh i didn't have that you know i didn't have that support i didn't have that but i look back and say look what that did to me right yeah. it's yeah. such drive in my life that i will my childhood 
honestly made me the person I am today. That made yeah. me the confident, driven, ambitious, balanced person that I am today. And I greatly value life's experiences because that is so important. And that's what my daughter's going to have. She's going to have completely different experiences in her childhood that I than I had. But yeah. all shaping her to be, you know, the adult that she's potentially going to be in the future. And all I can hope for is that I play a role in making sure that you know, she grows up to be a happy, driven, satisfied, fulfilled person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 uh, interesting, Pooja. Uh, you know, uh, in all of this, I also want to understand that you know uh, you've had that that really long journey from. And I'm going to skip a little faster because while everybody knows of your role in building Glitch, you know, uh, very early, you know, when when it was founded, and then where where it has been. But I also want to talk about, uh, I, and I'm dealing more from a personal perspective because I want to know your journey. Uh, I, you know, I was I was reading somewhere. I think when uh, Glitch got acquired by Group M, this is probably the same time that you had Leah, or like just very very, you know. And when, I mean, it is like a dream for a lot of advertising Indian founded companies when they, when they kind of launch and then to be, to be able to take, able to be taken over by a company like Group M, right? This is like a dream thing. And I remember, you know, hearing about it and, you know, I remember talking to Varun about it and saying, oh my God, this is so amazing, etc. But it was also the, probably the most important professional milestone at that time, you know, of your career. And at the same time, having Leia. What went through? Um, how did you manage? What were the, I mean, and I, I don't want you to just talk about the highs, but I also want you to talk about the lows because it's definitely not just the highs because you had a very, very young child. How old was she? Like, I mean, I'm sure it was a long process, but. Uh, you know, I was pregnant all through the time we were in the last stages of the acquisition process. Sure. Um, and I was very, very, very heavily pregnant when we were signing the final, uh, you know, terms. The term sheet. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then I had Leah and I think within about five to six months, I remember I had Leah and 20 days later, I was in a meeting. Sure. Do with the acquisition, right? Because I was CEO of the company and um, it was important for me to be there. And um, what were my lows through this whole process? Um, if I look back, when I look back at this entire time, it was very, very chaotic. Mm -hmm. um, because at home, we yes, we did have a young baby. And, you know, there was our and our company was going through um, you know, this major transition, our clients and our colleagues and everyone had to really be, um, you know, taken with us on this journey as well. Mm -hmm. I remember feeling very stretched, no doubt about mm -hmm. it. Um, very, very stretched. But, you know, I, at Glitch, we have something called the inner circle, which is actually mm -hmm. something that I formulated when I was pregnant. Mm -hmm is how do I, instead of handing over my work to just one person mm -hmm. when I go off on pregnancy leave, how do I hand it over to five people? And sure. each person 
takes on one key role of my my particular job sure i honestly had a great so i built a support system for my sister so yeah. that i was able to also because i was not going away for 6 months i didn't go for 6 yeah. i was back to work in 25 days 20 days of meeting in fact 12th day i went for a meeting within 20 the 20th day was another meeting and 25th day i was back at work you know a good 5 6 hours a day and um, i remember that i built that for myself i do remember feeling that i cried for 6 months continuously more so to do with uh, just having a young baby because no one prepares you for the you know, sleep and oh my god breastfeeding and just a complete turn your life changes <laughs> and you know, you're so focused on the fact that hey you're pregnant and you're going to have a baby and everything is going to be amazing and you don't realize that it's batshit crazy and i mean it is downright mental and it drives you insane I think um, especially, especially as working especially as working mothers you don't work and uh, even as non working moms yeah the experience of delivering okay this is my experience I, i don't know how it is i know a lot of my friends went through this as well but my experience was that for 6 months i was crying daily uh. <laughs> daily and it was going to work was relief because i started yeah. to feel yeah. like wow yeah and that was that was my mindset so going to work was was a relief from in fact my mother pushed me outside the house she said i yeah. want you to go to office i want you to dress up wear heels and get out of the house yeah driving you and i it's not i love my daughter i you know i um yeah. but the the fact is that it was driving me crazy yeah yeah no i think it pretty I much same for me yeah <laughs> my goodness it was it was a science experiment i remember varun and i looking at each other and saying what have we done <laughs> it was like that. and having leia was yeah. really really hard because i had so many miscarriages and you know it was very very hard to have leia mm. and my goodness it's <laughs> i look back at it and laugh right now but that time but those 6 It's, months were absolute hell yeah yeah i think it pretty much uh, similar uh i had a similar experience wherein i think as 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 women who have a certain control of your time before you deliver the child and suddenly that time control is taken away and that time is controlled by that little tiny human it's a big 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 change and you know uh yeah so i mean that kind of and of course other things like breastfeeding and then but did you ever ever deal with the worry that will i be able to come back and you know be as good as what i'm doing right now will i be able to manage will i did you have those thoughts and did you have you know those things coming in absolutely. of course absolutely and and let me just put this in context i mean i was in a great situation i work with varun who is my husband and yeah. with rohit who is who's my brother so i yeah. mean it i was actually working with my family yeah and even then even then i had the feeling of hey will i if i go off on maternity leave will i actually come back to the position that i left behind will yeah. i still be as valued will i even then 
I was in that situation. So honestly, I took control of that and I built so many policies at that time. One was the inner circle piece. Splitting it between five people was very strategic. So I knew when I came back, there's five people handing over to me rather than one person. Number yeah. one. Number two, I... You know, I have, you know, in my company, I have very, very young people. Very few of them have actually had babies. But we're very prepared that should that happen, how do people come back to the same position, enjoy promotions, enjoy, um, you know, how can the organization support them in this yeah. time of life transitioning around them? You know, yeah. so yeah. Uh, of course I had that feeling and it's very, very natural because you're anyway so hyper emotional at that time. Anything can trigger you. Um, so they, these are very, very natural feelings and I'm very vocal about it. In fact, I talk about it all the time that I was in such a great position. Even then I felt it. Imagine what women go through when it's when they actually work for somebody else. So yeah. it's very important that organizations and you know, other women in the company, other men in the company support parents, man and woman who are going through this life transition Yeah. because they really need it, you know. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. That, that transitional phase doesn't last forever. It lasts for a certain period of time. Yeah, yeah. But when yeah. you're supported during that period of time, you will have a set of people who truly feel valued and that is very important. I'm saying that, you know, this, this period after you give birth uh, is such an important juncture of a woman's uh, life, a female professional's life, because normally that's the time either they duck out of the work life uh, or they continue and they say, I mean, a year, year and a half uh, after that. What is it that, you know, you have been, you have specifically taken steps for to be able to, I mean, not just within Glitch, because you are, of course, part, a very important part of the advertising digital, you know, ecosystem right now in the country. What is it that you think, you know, you'd want to do and you'd been doing around this space? So this is a very important part for me. And once I experienced it, I have not only have I spoken about it very, very openly, but I've conducted multiple workshops and I've done it for a few of our clients. Um, I'm also putting together, I do believe, you know, so often I've spoken about the privileged position I'm in. And I also hold an important seat, like you rightly pointed out, an important seat at the table in our industry. And for me, it's important that I'm able to invite more and more to have a seat at the sure. table. That is what sure. I'm doing. In fact, next month, I'm launching a company called Seat at the Table, which is to work with underrepresented and underestimated founders and professionals. You know, and I Lovely. underestimated part uh, and underrepresented part is really, um, you know, not just moms or people who go off on a break, but also people from various communities that potentially don't get funded or the LGBTQI community or some religious communities that you know, find it difficult to raise um, seed and being able to you know, even raise capital as they move forward. And of course, for women. So as part of this company, there's going to be, it's, it's, I'm really creating it you know, to put structure to how I spend my personal money and time. So, you know, how I invest, who I invest with, who, I, who I'm who i able to spend time with in the form of advisory capital 
along with run a lot of workshops. One of some of the few that I'm will be running. One is to how do you command a seat at the table for yourself? Sure. Uh, sure. Not just as a, a person who's been on a break, but who's also in a professional environment. And how do you really raise your hand for opportunities? Yeah. And the second one is to really win your comeback. That yeah. you know, time when you're already so emotionally worried. Um, you know, and when, you know, very tiny things can trigger anxiety and can trigger um, self-doubt. How do you really win your comeback? Because, you know, yeah. me being able to go on that tiny break and come back and so many of the other, of my other friends and colleagues and peers who I've spoken with on the things that they did to be able to, you know, come back to work. Come back, yeah. This is either after maternity or actually a career break that they may have potentially taken. So these are the kind of things that I want to do. And hopefully this becomes something through which I can involve a lot of my my friends and my colleagues as well. um, And grow this into a community of people in the industry who hold important seats at the table. How can they help others uh, be invited to the seat? That's very interesting, uh, Pooja. I mean, so... Potentially, it's a fund that you are setting up, right? Um, it's not necessarily a fund. It's a okay. it's a personal initiative. Okay. Um, okay. It's really how I spend my own personal money and time. Sure. And, um, you know, over time, I do want to involve whoever reach out, you know, the people that reach out to me. I want to give them access to the other, um, you know, HNIs within my network. And sure. So, I don't want to, it's not a fund. And that's not really the direction that I want to take it in, but more okay. of um, more of a platform. Yeah, a platform, an initiative to really help uh, underrepresented and uh, underestimated founders. Founders. And- that's interesting. But Pooja, you know, I'm I'm going to pick a word that you chose, which is money and finances. Right? Uh, very, very, very uh, underutilized, under less understood underestimated word especially as women uh you know we kind of we don't understand the kind of the relationship we've had while we while we've while we've we've grown up understanding oh money is is a big thing in life but we're not really taught to deal with it right taught to not just deal with it but also uh manage it and then claim it as your own even while you're working right what are your thoughts there like how what how what what do you th- see things around you and what have been your personal experiences my personal experience is very simply and as i you know from a very young age my mother told me always where her money was um if something would have happened to her because i lost my father when i was so young uh if something would have happened to her who i need to call i had that whole thing you know sort of written down somewhere and uh and which is why for me being financially independent is so important. In fact, the lack of dependence on someone is so important yeah. because it gives you a certain freedom, right? There is no, I mean, a lot has been said and written about it and movies have been made. So I don't need to get into that. So yeah. it, if you are not in a position that you have financial independence, because when you have financial independence, that money is yours, right? It goes into your account, yeah. you got it, you manage it. Hopefully you manage it and you're smart hopefully. enough. Hopefully. Actually, hopefully. You're smart enough that you're not necessarily sending it out to somebody else to manage it, but you are managing it. So you yeah. need, you need that, that's on you. 
all right it's on you to say that okay this is my money and i need to learn how to manage it finance yeah. also seems very very complicated but today it is not because information is so easily available on the internet on how you can invest how you can manage your money um, all of that information is available so women need to take action and and make sure that they keep themselves secure the second part of it and the more important aspect in especially a country like ours is when you are not financially independent when you have chosen or have been forced to choose uh a uh you know a, a position where you're not necessarily making the money but are actually doing other things for example taking care of the children that needs to be remunerated because yeah. it is not you you cannot and no longer can we actually look at being a housewife a homemaker a mom as a thankless you know salary less job it cannot yeah. be looked like that at all yeah. cuz we all know this year when we didn't have help and everyone was picking up the jhadu and doing work and managing the house and doing the dishes and staying with the kids 24/7 we know how difficult it is and it is yeah. a full time job a full time job where you honestly sacrifice a lot about yourself your own either sacrifice or choose to do it or feel happy fulfilled doing that whatever wherever you may fall you know it cannot be a thankless um it, it it's a full time job it's a full time job full time jobs you that that's very important to set that in perspective Now yeah. we set that in perspective, and women recognize that. Women don't say it, right? You know, they're so often said, "Hey, I'm going to make money. I'm going to run a house. Is what the husband will say, right? Or you know, in in so many households, and I'm running, yeah. staying at home and taking care of the kid. And try reversing that. We it, it'll drive the guy crazy, right? So I mean, you need women have to be taught on how they should have. these conversations with their husband with their in-laws that how do they say that if he is going out to work and i am choosing to say take care of an ailing in-law or for example my own children that part i have i own an equal share into what my husband is bringing home because he is yeah. being able to go and have a job and make a salary because i am taking the responsibility to take care of the kids the home and the in-laws right okay which Absolutely. means there needs to be split 50 50 no other equation 50 50 now how do we teach women to a believe that yeah right because do they even believe it do they think that what they do is so important and so critical one we need to make ads and movies and plays and write articles and blogs and have podcasts about how women can actually have those conversations yeah that's what absolutely. we need because absolutely. in time that doesn't happen there is going to be no financial independence for a large part of the women in our country and in the world because for a very long time to come this is going to continue to happen where women either have to choose to or you know are forced to give up 
or not have a career because they need to they have home responsibilities but pooja you know it's a tricky question and i'm saying that because i've been on both sides wherein i've worked uh, in a job for many many years and now i'm i'm running my own show right uh, i've often felt of course you know through the journey and after a certain number of years of uh, experience you you realize the value of money asking for your own money and talking about the entire uh, concept of standing up of standing up for yourself right but i've also often felt that women men get uncomfortable right uh, if you are posting too much stuff about women and independence related to women you're posting too much uh, stuff about uh, and i'm particularly talking about current times right you're talking too much about the entire concept of empowerment and feminism or whatever that that right word is which suits you uh, men around you in in your professional circles they suddenly put you in the bracket of a feminist and they start looking at you in very very different manner uh, what do you think uh and this is this has also been a personal experience and i can tell you that uh when you're vocal men around you get uncomfortable right if you're not vocal and say hey listen i'm okay men will be fine how do you deal with a situation like this because you also deal with a lot of young creative people some of them are you know uh very very active on you know their social medias etc and do take up stand and say okay i am going to speak about empowerment I think there are different styles in much like there are personality styles there are different styles in which you convey a point that you really believe in and I truly believe that everyone should be allowed to express in yeah. their own style yeah. yeah that said I completely understand what you're saying that if women are far more vocal about um you know empowerment or you know just their own values or what you know they would want from their lives yes everyone's like are ye to feminist ho gayi hai bahut danger hai you know i would all dangerous yeah what dangerous hai iske samne kuch mat bolna nahi to internet pe chala jayega you know yeah i've heard all of these things very very often i either to myself or you know to so my friends or people around you yeah. on, on your posts or whatever right yeah um i don't have a right answer for you i can just tell you what i did hmm and which is to try and make the men in my life who i thought i wanted and people who i wanted to for them to understand what i was potentially going through yeah explain my stand to them in a very yeah. clear yeah um because you're right you know men get very happy, not just men people get very people happy. it's and not just actually men and women it's just that in, at workplaces you're surrounded by more when, men yeah you know so people get very hassled when someone on the other side is agitated or for a rightly so for whatever reason that person may be uh you know i have found that when you speak to someone especially in your because you have to start there right start your environment first your immediate environment who really matter to you those are the most important people for you yeah yeah make them understand what you're feeling yeah most often most often right men will actually understand yeah and not men women people whoever you whoever you want um you know to, for them to see your point of view or see your side most often 
they understand yeah once that don't you have to tell yourself i did what i could at the end of yeah. the day i control myself and nobody else right yeah. and that realization is very important that you can truly only and only control yourself and no one else yeah and if you can yeah. only control yourself then it is really on you on how you behave to get the right kind of outcome so i found that when i do that with my immediate environment i have found changes because i create allies when someone yeah. that to me on the internet i've had people who actually come up and you know sort of say fuck for me or had my back or you know have said something to support what i was trying to say and i think the more and more that happens you know it's almost like this ripple effect that you sort of mm. create around you and that mm. worked for me so mm. you know this is such an important discussion to be had uh, and requires so much more depth this is what yeah. is for me yeah 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 i mean i agree you start with your own circle and then slowly this thing unfortunately you know you also live in a world where social media is so instant that people will tag you uh, and i've seen this with uh, you know friends who are doing well they they they're always afraid to put up while they believe in the entire concept of making women more independent in all all you know in all senses but the moment they put it up on social media which is basically just a platform to reach as many people they are they get backlash i mean they kind of you know kind of hear things which they shouldn't hear uh but it's very true and that's also a reality you can't yeah um, yeah or at least i haven't found any answer to it um, yeah. you know there are so many times when i'm worried to put something up because i'm like this is just going to unnecessarily create you know i'm responsible for so many people i'm responsible for so much yeah. do i yeah. really want to have that discussion so yeah. i honestly pick my battles and yeah. uh, and sort of do what i can in my own individual capacity yeah yeah and you go on and create a platform to help others i mean that's your battle that you've chosen you work with a lot of you know young women uh, especially because you know advertising and digital and all of that do you find that you're constantly you know women constantly need more validation at workplaces and do you do you think it's a pattern or do you think it's something that you know uh, that's that that can be worked on not just about young women but but young people today need to be felt like you know they are heard and you know very often um you know you may not be able, especially when you're running an organization you may not be able to make every single person understand or recognize that uh, you know you are heard in this organization sometimes that happens you know um and that's when i that's when it's those parts that really really bother me you know when i've lost great talent because we haven't been able to get through in the right manner Mm. and um that happens and you make mistakes and you learn from them and you move on and but there is also you also have to accept the fact that um you know sometimes you're not going to be able to do everything that makes everyone happy happy especially when you're running a business yeah yeah even if even if you really really want to when you're running an organization which is you know where you're there really really young people because that's that's what the the structure is built on right uh but tell me puja you know i've spoken enough about 
the 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 company that you've built but i want to know what you are doing to keep yourself sane i do a lot um mental fitness and mental strength is as important as physical strength and fitness for me and um it's critical for me and especially in the pandemic i have yeah spent so much time in really keeping myself in learning and helping myself honestly stay sane so you know i mentioned earlier that i started working with a life coach sure astia and that really helped me because you know sometimes you just need someone to tell you and put things in perspective for you sure um, and you know she actually taught me so many mental hacks that keep me uh, grounded and together very simple ones being the things i can control and i can't control because so often you are so overwhelmed with things you cannot control but you've mm-hmm. got you know you've got to train your mind to say hey i can't control that i've got to move on from there or mm-hmm. the fact that you know how do you not give up long term ambitions for short term irritants because life is full of daily irritants right things that an argument with a colleague an email from a client that it doesn't make you very happy a late night that you might have to work or a weekend where you might have to put in a couple of hours working on a pitch you know things like that and those are irritants so the irritants that really can sometimes overtake um you know what you really want to do in your life and thirdly you know just giving yourself the benefit of doubt and giving yourself enough time to recuperate um focusing on you know not just i'm not talking about meditation from the point of meditation but just being able to stay centered i turn my notifications off in the night uh, you know on saturday sunday i turn my notifications off so i can choose when i want to go and interact with my phone sure. you know, just things like that um, sure that i have changed to be able to um live a more so i would say same life that's great pooja this is this has been a great great conversation minus the internet uh, issue but uh, <laughs> uh there's nothing i guess you know either of us could have done about it but uh, listen thank you so much uh, for this conversation for taking time out on a monday uh, i'm sure a lot of women are going to benefit out of this and also men uh, hopefully and all the best for the new uh, you know platform that you're launching i'm really looking forward to it thank you so much for inviting me it was a great conversation and all the very best with your podcast <laughs> thank you so much pooja thank you for watching this if you've enjoyed this conversation make sure you hit the like button comment what was your favorite part and also subscribe to the channel don't forget to press the bell notification to never miss a new episode because we have a lot more coming uh, this podcast is available on spotify apple google geo savan by the name questions i wanted to ask you can listen to it wherever you like link will be in the description you can follow me on social media instagram twitter etc and all the links are in the description thank you for watching i'll see you in the next one